Welcome back to Ratchet & Wrench Radio, strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm your host, Chris Jones, where today I'm joined by Tim Eisenman. Tim is the CEO of Torqueda, a real-time data and insight company that specializes in helping the automotive aftermarket understand its needs, improving operational efficiencies, and increasing annual profits. Uh, Tim has a expertise and passion for the tire industry particularly, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to look at EV tires. Um, Tim is going to walk us through kind of the anatomy of the EV tire. We're going to talk about uh, the viability of EV tires as a profit center for shops, how shops can uh, get that going in terms of developing relationships with vendors, um, understanding the needs of EV customers when it comes to tires, and really how shops can use EV tires as a way of pulling customers in for the long term as they begin to do more EV work. Uh, Tim's got a lot of knowledge about this particular topic, and he's eager to share it with you. So here's Tim. Well, hey, Tim, welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio. Hey, Chris. Nice to meet you and nice to be on the air with you. Yeah, great to be here with you. Uh, so first off, for our listening audience, can you tell us what Torqueda is? Oh, for sure. Uh, Torqueda is a startup uh, in the automotive and the tire space. Uh, we use data and analytics to help repair shops and tire shops make better decisions around pricing, inventory, and overall profitability specifically on tires for now, but we got our eyes set on other product categories as well. So once we're, once we've got a green check mark on the tires, we'll, we'll set our eyes on, uh, on other items as well. All right. And tell us about yourself a little bit, uh, about you and the work you do at Torqueda. Uh, sure. Well, my, my name is Tim Eisenman. And, and if you haven't picked up on it, uh, I do have a slight accent. I'm from Germany originally, the land of the cars. So, um, uh, that's how I was raised. Uh, I uh, moved to the U S about 10 years ago and, I uh, then started working with American Tire Distributors, which is the largest uh, tire distributor in the United States, uh, which wanted to branch out a little bit and realized, you know, about five years ago that data and analytics would really make a difference, not only in its own operation, but also in the operation for the shops, as well as the manufacturing partners that ATD was working with. And so um, over, uh, over that time frame and, uh, uh, you know, uh, accelerated over the last two years, we basically stood up a startup out of ATD. Uh, um, which is Torqueda today, um, that's serving you know 15,000 retailers, tire retailers across the United States uh, to, as I said, well, help them make better decisions. And then we aggregate and syndicate that data and uh, share it with upstream suppliers in the supply chain so that Michelin makes the right amount of tires, ATD places them in the right warehouse, and retailers can always access them. Awesome. So let's dive into EV tires. You know, I know my listening audience is probably wondering why we're talking tires. Uh, but of course, you know, that's it's one of those things that EVs have and go through quite a bit of, right? You know, that's what we've learned that they cycle through lots of tires and they, re they replace them pretty quickly. So tell us what you have learned about the EV tire. Sure. Well, I mean, first of all, I think it's a, it's a really interesting, exciting segment. You're, you're hitting the nail on the head here. When I talk to um, a retail partners, some manufacturing partners, uh, they see um, just electrification in general as a, a huge tailwind, right? Um, EVs are generally heavier, and you know that better, and the listeners know that better than anyone else. Uh, and that increases the kind of uh, wear and tear of the tire. I think the verdict is still out. Uh, what the replacement rates are, what the mileage is that that these tires, you know, can can actually achieve. We just don't have that many vehicles and that many replacement cycles under our belt, but. Uh, estimates range from anywhere between you know 25 and 50 percent higher wear, which of course is really interesting if you're in the business of uh, making, distributing, or uh, selling tires. 
Oh no, absolutely. Um, the wear rate, the wear rate will probably increase as the range rate increases as well. Because yeah. right now you're talking about a range, you're talking about a wear rate of twenty five to fifty percent on you know three hundred, uh, you know three hundred miles of range. But as you as the the range rates increase and EVs can do more, I'm sure that number is going to go up as well. Yeah, I I agree, and uh, I mean I think. Right now, the majority of the EVs right are on the coast in more urban centers. And so that's a, a drive pattern that's a little different from the rest of the United States. And so I think it'd be really interesting to see how uh, vehicle manufacturers, tire manufacturers can react to that, uh, what products they build. Um, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think we'll, we'll see probably an increase in, in the wear um, you know, as the range increases. I agree with that. Yeah. So one of the findings that we had in our Ratchet & Wrench industry survey is that shops, while they're not fully prepared to do full-on EV service at this time to scale, um, they are looking at things like brakes or fluid changes and tires as a gateway service to begin their EV intake. Um, you know, what are a few things that you've learned in your work in terms of like just data and research about this that would make this either a, a really strong decision or something to, to walk into with more precaution for yeah. a shop? Well, I mean, I would say, first of all, um, I think it speaks to the future orientation of the of the shop, right? As the car park is changing, I think it's not going to be a, a, a matter necessarily as to, you know, whether or not to service EVs, but like when to do it. Um, and, you know, I think that that time ultimately will come. And I think for the majority of the shops that might not be, you know, focused on, on, uh, on niche vehicles, uh, this will become more and more of a reality. Um, uh, I'd say the manufacturers are uh, jumping at that opportunity as well. Uh, they're creating uh, EV-specific tires, but they're also adding uh, kind of components to their incentive programs to, I would say, accelerate the uh, receptivity of shops to add EV tires to their portfolio and to you know, be more upfront with regards to how they're marketing to uh, end consumers. So uh, what we've seen is definitely an increase in the sale of EV tires, not just at the dealer level, but also in the independent market, uh, more so uh, in the urban areas, more so on the coasts, of course, but as charging infrastructure and so on evolves, I think that'll be a, that'll be a topic for, for most shops to come. Uh, not something to, I think, be, uh, be looked over, especially in you know, five plus years when I think the power park, car park will have changed materially. And do you think it's a viable profit center for for car uh, for auto repair shops to consider, you know, servicing EV tires at this point? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think to your point, uh, as it being kind of a gateway service to then you know, perform other repairs around the vehicle and kind of get the customer in, it definitely is. I mean, uh, you're uh, depending on which which publications you you read or consume, Ratchet and Wrench, hopefully one of them, right? With uh, tires being kind of the new the new oil change, so to say, um, we're seeing a lot of. Uh, tire-focused retailers that are making really good profit margins on tires, but are then able to convert customers into kind of higher margin um, repairs as well. So uh, I would say um, it's still a, a relatively small part of the business, but from a customer attention and customer lifetime value standpoint, uh, definitely a, a gateway opportunity to, to tap into a new market. Are there a lot of manufacturers who are producing EV tires right now? Are they all doing it? Or are some doing it better than others? Like what's been your assessment on that? Well, I think everyone is talking about it, right? Um, there are, of course, certain manufacturers that are a little more advanced. Uh, those would be your kind of tier one, tier two manufacturers, um, uh, especially those that have won, uh, you know, original fitments on uh, some EVs, right? Um, so you're seeing the Michelins, the Contis, the Pirellis of the world that have a pretty robust kind of suite of EV offerings at this point because they uh, kind of won the original business with these vehicles and, and need to be able to also 
satisfy the replacement demand. I would say we, we're starting to see the tier two, tier three manufacturers to compete for these fitments, but to also compete in the aftermarket. So uh, I think it'd be very difficult for a manufacturer to not have an EV offering in their portfolio uh, over the next couple of years. Um, but the tier one manufacturers, the big name brands are leading the charge here. Okay. Now you'd mentioned uh, in a few comments prior that um, manufacturers are looking to, I guess, make make it possible to work with some of these repair shops, like giving them incentives to do uh, tire services. Uh, what are some of the things that you've seen? Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, similar, similar with on the part side, right? Um, the, the profitability of a tire, when you look at it from a repair shop, there's the front end margin and the back end margin, right? Um, well, the front end margin you know, hovers anywhere between you know, 10 and 20%. The backside money could be almost be the same amount. Uh, and so um, there's multiple ways to which the manufacturers kind of incent um, shops to add EV tires or any specific tires into their portfolio. Sometimes that's driven because of overproduction. Manufacturers, distributors need to offload some product. In other cases, it is to you know, incent retailers to uh, broaden their offering with one specific brand. And so what we're seeing is that, for example, um, the the incentive levels, whether that's a percent of the of the sale or a, or a fixed uh, fixed amount, you know, five dollars a tire, ten dollars a tire, whatever it is. Um, to differ between the different styles and different lines, right? And so uh, what we're seeing is tier one manufacturers uh, increasing the kind of back-end incentive money for specific EV lines in order to get more shops to kind of learn about the product, embrace it, and then offer it to their customer base. Okay. So let's talk inventory and inventory management, you know, because of course these are tires we're talking about, right? We're talking about space requirements for this. We're talking about, you know, it's not like an oil filter where we can just stick them on a shelf and they can just hang out there for a while and we're eventually going to use them. It's a tire. It's like, how, how do, what are your thoughts on how that would work for a shop if shops were interested in getting into EV tires? Like, mm-hmm. how would they handle their inventory requirement? Would it be something that they work with a, a dealer, a, a tire dealer in their area? Is it something they would house themselves? How does that work? Um, well, I, I, I tell you, it really is a location and retailer specific. Um, when you look back over the last 10, 20 years, the proliferation, aside from EVs with regards to tire sizes, has just skyrocketed. And so where in the past it might have been, you know, straightforward to carry five or 10 sizes, you know, a set or two each in your shop, even if you, you know, don't have a separate warehouse or whatnot, that's become much more difficult today. Um, you know, because of the proliferation of the sizes and types and application types and so on. And so uh, just stocking five or 10 sizes is not going to cut it anymore for the shop. So um, what, what we've observed, and this is a place where Trocada plays as well, is that um, if there are more tires to stock, if there's proliferation, you have to be a little more um, you know, sophisticated in how you're identifying what to stock and at what points to stock. Right, because a stocking screen probably shouldn't be consistent throughout the year. There's certain tires you probably sell more in the summer, other tires you sell more in the winter, and so on. So it's which tires do I stock? When do I do that? And which quantities? And um, and that's really difficult for a, a shop owner uh, to figure out by themselves. It requires understanding of the car park around them. It requires you know a forecast of the car park around them. It requires a really good understanding of their own customer base as well as the available products around them, the margin profile. Of each, so the most successful shops that we have seen, I would say, take a very scientific approach here. Work with the distributors, the manufacturers, or third parties like uh, like us uh, in order to develop a product screen that really um, really fits their needs. Um, that's I would say item number one. Item number two is what sort of service levels do you see, uh, which is usually a function of where you're located 
and how much kind of distributor capacity do you have around you? If you live one or two miles from a distribution center of American Tires or NTW, you probably need to not stock as much because you're getting two, three times a day servicing. If you're out there in a more rural area where servicing might happen next day or even the day after, you probably do need to stock a little bit more. And so um, uh, tying it back to EVs, um, we're starting to see some retailers actually stock EV tires in their store. Again, more the urban areas, more the areas you know around the coasts and so on, um, in order to be able to service uh, the, the customers more immediately, which is interesting because when you look at the customer profile, of uh, drivers of EVs versus uh, versus other vehicles, I'd say the demands and, and service um, uh, kind of expectations are a, a little bit higher. Usually, the higher end vehicles, they're you know people that are not willing to wait a day or two. Um, they're usually quite busy, and so uh, being able to service a vehicle right away is, is probably more important for a uh, Tesla driver uh, than it than it is for someone else. Okay, are EV tires model specific? Do you know? Uh, yeah, they are. Um, I mean, it de- it depends. There's uh, uh, there's there's uh, some, of course, that you know um, you know you can use for for any type of model or manufacturer that is. Um, uh, there is a, a couple of models that have kind of their own specific line, so it's still a mixed bag. I would say the verdict is uh, is out again. Um, you know how this is going to unfold, but I think what we're going to see in the future is probably a combination of uh, vehicle and model specific tires, as well as one that have more general applications. Okay. And what are some other trends that you're seeing in your work uh, that would benefit shop owners to know about with regards to EVs and EV tires? Well, I think the first one is just a, is just an understanding of the car park. Um, um, you know, historically, uh, everyone kind of uses heuristics around, well, the first replacement cycle is four years and the second replacement cycle is eight years and so on. Um, while that is a broad stroke in and of itself, I would say it's an even broader stroke with, uh, with EVs. Um, so what we what we have seen is you know replacement rates that are significantly lower. We talked about the um, we talked about the, uh, the 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 wear and tear, um, and so the um, the shop owners that are reacting to it quite well, I think, have an in depth understanding of their customer base. A lot of them have actually done some research. A lot of them have also invested a little more into marketing in order to tap into some of these customer segments. We're seeing shops that are branding themselves as you know. Uh, EV forward shops in their marketing, in their slogans, in their branding. Um, they're starting to, you know, develop a bit of a profile on social media because there still is a first mover advantage here, right? Not every store, um, you know, is focused on on electric vehicles and being able to position yourself as a fast mover, uh, I think is uh, for the progressive shops, something that they're aspiring to. So I would say it's a combination of the inventory component, product knowledge and understanding as well as being able to um, uh, carve out kind of that niche more publicly through uh, marketing activities. Okay. All right. And so uh, something that I learned, you know, when I was back at Apex, uh, it was, yeah. there, was, there was a discussion regarding, you know, EVs, EV driver habits. Do you think that plays a factor? I mean, it seems that EV, EV drivers are more knowledgeable or more in, they're more in tune with their vehicles. Mm. Do you find that to be true? Uh, I would say for now, that's probably the case, Right. Uh, I'd, I'd also say that I think just the vehicle technology, the fact that, you know, a lot of EVs you know, have TMS sensors and so on uh, from a, a predictive maintenance and notification standpoint, uh, make it a little bit easier to be, be more knowledgeable, knowledgeable and in tune uh, with your vehicle. Uh, again, I think as um, uh, EVs are going to penetrate larger parts of the population, I, I think over time we're going to see that even out. Uh, similar to kind of the, the driving patterns and so on that we see today, but at least for the next five years, where I think it's you know it's going to grow from 
1% of the car park to something closer to 5 or ultimately 10%, um, I, I, I still think there is probably a service expectation and a knowledge that is beyond the uh, average driver. It's definitely what we're seeing, uh, what we're seeing today. Okay. So for shop owners who would want to get started, you know, in providing tires for EVs as a service, where do you suggest they begin? Well, I mean, the majority of shops that are selling tires are uh, affiliated with a, uh, a manufacturer, multiple manufacturers, right? Um, so I think the, the first step would probably be just um, learning and increasing the knowledge about these specific vehicles and the, uh, sorry, the specific tires, the nuances and so on. And uh, the manufacturer is probably a really good starting point for that. It's in their interest to make you knowledgeable about this space and it's in your interest to kind of uh, gobble up all, that, uh, all of that knowledge. So that'd be a good starting point. Uh, to understand, okay, which of my manufacturers uh, do have a product offering that could be relevant. Secondly, I think it's uh, um, increasing the level of understanding of the car park and the consumers are around them. Uh, and then thirdly, it's putting these two things together and probably getting started uh, in, uh, in maybe stocking, uh, you know, a specific size or a couple of sizes with an EV tire if the space is available and if, you know, uh, the service that you're receiving from the distributor isn't, you know, multiple times, uh, multiple times a day. And I would say when all of these boxes are checked, you know about the product, you know about the people around you, you think there is an opportunity there, and you might know what to actually stock and sell, um, then, then, I, then I think a marketing push could be something uh, really exciting and uh, interesting for a lot of shop owners to kind of test the market and uh, uh, get a little bit of expertise under their belt as well, right? Um, you also want your counter associates as well as your technicians to be familiar with it. And so uh, the, the best way to do that, I think, is to, uh, to learn and actually work on uh, on EVs and, and doing that in, in, a, in a way with, you know, allied manufacturers is probably the way to go. All right. Well, Tim, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, I appreciate you answering all these great questions about EV tires. Like I said, you know, our, our survey reported that just, you know, shop owners are curious about this as a profit center. And I think, you know, you've definitely helped to fill in some of those gaps and answer some questions that might uh, come up regarding EV tires as a service for shop owners. Well, I'm glad. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. Thank you. And have a great day. And that's going to do it for us here today at Ratchet and Wrench Radio. Uh, I'd like to invite you to follow us on our social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as subscribe to our email newsletter, which goes out daily. Uh, and you can find that at ratchetandwrench.com. That's R-A-T-C-H-E-T-A-N-D-W-R-E-N-C-H.com. And may the rest of your day be the best of your day. And we'll see you next week.